Yep, echo that. All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rocky Pod. I'm Josh. With me, as always, is my co-host JP. Hello there. Uh, joining us uh, again is special guest Bradley Fuller. How are you, Bradley? Yeah, not bad, thanks, mate. How are you? Very good. Thank you for asking. Very excited and very scared for our uh, Halloween episode, everybody. Happy Halloween. Oh, is that what we're labelling yeah. it as? Yeah. Well, it'll come out on what, just before Halloween, a couple of days before Halloween. And we've, oh, we no. we started, no, before. It'll come out no, on Friday. Before. Yeah. Oh, this Friday. Yeah. I thought it was next Friday. <laughs> and we have meticulously planned back in the day when me and Jack started this podcast for this episode to air as our Halloween episode because the devil is here, everybody. Hello. No, or is it Satan? Well, they call him Satan. I don't believe that you planned this. There's no way you planned this. (laughs) You're not that smart. (laughs) No, everything went according to plan, you know. Exactly. (laughs) It's been meticulously planned for the past. How long have we been doing this now? It's got to be nearly six months in it, JP. Oh, well, that's a good thing. I don't quickly look it up. I'm pretty sure it was July. July started. It was, I think it was July. Gonna have a quick look. July, yeah, July is basically six months, though, isn't it? Twenty uh, second of June. Twenty second of June. There you go. That is coming up. Yeah, that's that's quite that's scary. Right. Actually, doesn't time fly when you're having fun, eh? Doesn't it just? And had fucking fun with this episode. We are back on form for Doctor Who. This is the best episode of the of the series, I reckon. The best two episodes. I agree. This this was top quality. It was. I, I kind of went into this with no expectation whatsoever. <laughs> he, well, it didn't. Uh, the thing I'll say is, uh, you know, I, I accidentally saw the next time thing for the for the episode before. Yeah, and it didn't really give away anything apart from there was Zoidberg's, you know, kind of lookalikes <clears throat> and the spacesuits, and that's about it. There was yeah. nothing else that was given away, so it was just suddenly like all this kind of satanic stuff all the the you know kind of the the ruins and the it, it was brilliant i loved it no it's a, it's a good episode i must admit i am getting whiplash from this series in terms of quality though uh but before we jump into it let's do our famous segment dr news uh, I'm not going to lie, actually. I don't really know if there's anything to talk about this week, is there? I saw a photo. I um, saw a photo. That's the <laughs> spy thing. Is it Doctor Who related? <laughs> it was, and uh, I saw... It was. No, 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 it was a Doctor Who related photo. Um, it was a picture of David Tennant on set that was released by Brad Batley. I showed you this the other day. What? I can't remember where it was shown. It was a picture of David Tennant on set. He wasn't in the TARDIS, but he was like... It's the spy thing, I think. Is it? Yeah, it's the official Doctor Who Instagram page. They're doing this Who Spy thing we spoke about the other week where they just release a picture of the set and something apparently is in it that's interesting. I don't know. Most of them haven't really involved a lot, but... What caught your attention, JP? Uh, The Sonic Screwdriver. Okay. Yeah, no, first time, it's it's the first time I've seen David Tennant's because I I thought they were using his Sonic Screwdriver from... Like this uh, period, if that makes sense. But no, he's got a brand new Sonic screwdriver, and I've got to say, it does look quite cool. Yeah, they they did like an official like they really did, they, did, they released yeah they released like a trailer for it. I guess you'd call it. Apparently, yeah, yeah, it, it is it encompasses every design from the one we're currently at right up to Jodie Whittaker's design. Like it's an amalgamation of them all. So 
People are theorizing madly. 10, 11, and 12. That's close enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Most of them are apart from Jody, I guess. <laughs> oh, there Same you go. Let's so, uh, just on that. <laughs> sorry, I was just, just, I was literally just to cut you off there. I was just looking because I saw it on Twitter and um, I was just going through to try and find the photo of it. And uh, apparently, one day ago, the um, they said that filming started today on the oh, second, yeah. the new Doctor second series. Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed I found about that, that really interesting. How can we have already started filming on his second series when not not only have we not seen a single episode of his yet, we haven't even seen the specials yet. How have they smashed that out in a whole year? Um, don't know is the answer. I'm going to say it's probably not a bad thing. I know we're only getting eight episodes in Shooty Gatwa's first one as well. So really, like that's half a season anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like we were getting 13 episodes. 14, yeah. yeah, so maybe they have. Yeah, maybe Do they... know how long they are? Are they back to 45 minutes or are they stand as an hour? I don't know if I've heard anything on that, to be fair. Yeah, I haven't either. I have found that photo, though, by the way. So it was an Empire. You know Empire is in the um, cinema thing? Yeah. It was an uh, Empire yeah. exclusive. And it's a picture of the Doctor. He's kind of like... Uh, he looks like he's jumping or he's kind of like levitating, not floating. But he's there's there's like a really old, like, steampunky electrics wall that he's looking at confused as he's looking at the sonic screwdriver. Okay, fair enough. And there seems to be some kind of, like... I don't know what you call it, like a portal or something, like on the bottom right. It does look quite cool, though. Whatever it is, it does look cool. <laughs> this has become our famous section where Jack describes a picture that he's seen. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's cool. But that's 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 it. That's the only news. I, but that's the first glimpse of the new old Doctor I've seen. Did uh, anyone see the... Um, I was going to say, did anyone see the behind-the-scenes clip of David Tennant doing his regeneration from Jody to him? Oh, I may have just scrolled past that. Uh, no, I, I, I'm it's trying not to watch them to be was it interesting or what yeah it was to be fair it's, it was just like a little behind the scenes clip of when he went in and shot his scene of turning from Jody into him and like they were explaining to him what was going to happen and everything and he was he just looked buzzing to be back and he uh <laughs> he says that he was texting Jody the whole time like because he's quite close with Jody um so it's quite nice that she was he wanted her to be involved in like what was happening I uh, quite like the idea nice. that he's really rubbing it in <laughs> wanker on the doctor now <laughs> Yeah, you were shit. You I'm were back. So bad that I back. I'm back. <laughs> no one watched you, and everyone's watched the last ten seconds of the regeneration. <laughs> that is too true. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't really see anything in the news uh, this week. I mean, following up on what we said last week, uh, did you finish listening to that uh, music celebration that they released? I didn't actually. I only listened to about twenty minutes of it. I forgot. Oh. Mate, it, 20 minutes of it, though, was fucking brilliant, right? Oh, it was unreal. Like, the music back in the day, and it's going to be the same now that Murray Gold's back, it, it makes Doctor Who. It really does. And it was, it's quite interesting seeing, like, to be fair, they had Russell, uh, Moffat, and Chibnall on it. And Russ and Stephen, like, they were just absolutely, like, buzzing with excitement. It was insane. And then Chris Chibnall comes on and he's like, uh, I'm actually, I was quite worried about the workload whilst I was working on Doctor Who. like, fuck off, mate. Where's kids are watching this? Who, what, what are you talking about workload for? But Stephen and Russell, they were both like, we see our episodes before they get the music on and it's not Doctor Who until the music gets slapped on it. And I thought that was quite interesting. I'd 100% agree with that, though. They know how much, how important it is. Yeah, for sure. And the only other thing I want to talk about is you mentioned the... Um, 
first episodes are the BBC are losing the rights to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I did some digging and uh, mm. it turns out the son of the person that wrote the first four episodes is a mm. mass racist and doesn't support Doctor Who now that they've cast Shooty Gatwa. So is, wow, um, really? yeah, like I-, I saw an article that was going through like all his tweets and like that when doc, uh, when Shooty was announced, he was like, hashtag not my doctor. Like how could we be cast in a queer black person as Doctor Who? This is like, he was like, my father would be turning in his grave or rolling in his grave. So, uh, yeah, not a nice guy. I say, fuck these first four episodes. Everybody should boycott them. Don't give this person any fucking money. Unbelievable. Yeah, do it. I mean, to be honest, this is, oh no, I suppose I was about to say in this day and age, probably someone could just, you know, kind of just not illegally steal them from, you know, there. But I suppose they're probably on like some kind of reel or something, aren't they, really? Probably, yeah. Like but to be DVD honest, or a VHS. Well, in fact, it'd be VHS, wouldn't it? I've I've seen them. They're not fucking worth watching anyway. It's definitely not worth putting money into this racist fucking pocket. That's for sure. It's Doctor Who. You get the mm. idea. Just start on episode four, for fuck's sake. I think I've only watched the first episode, and it wasn't great. <laughs> Black and white, for fuck's sake. Who's uh. got time for that nowadays? <laughs> so true. Anyway, I think that wraps up the news. Yeah. Before we jump in, Brad, I have a question for you. Yeah, fly away. The Ood are a pretty iconic um, alien design for Doctor Who now, right? Yep, they pop up quite a lot in the future. What's the most recent classic, like, what's the most recent monster that's become a classic? Like the Ood, like the Slovene, that's who we've seen so far. What comes next? The most recent, what, most recent new one that's become a classic? Yeah, so I'm thinking like Weeping Angels, the Jadoon. Yeah, I say Weeping Angels. Who? Any the Jadoon? Yeah, Jadoon. Yeah. Anything it's after that? Curry, isn't it? Um, <laughs> has there been any new ones? I don't think there's any standout ones. Do you know what I mean? There's one that would stand out for me. That, annoyingly, they've not brought back, and I really think they should because I thought he was a great villain. Uh, and that was the Dream Lord. Yeah, but he's not like a classic monster. No, but if they brought him back a few times, I think he could be. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. But that's just I, a person, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking design-wise, design-wise. You've got the silence. They were quite, they're quite prominent, I suppose. Yeah, they were pretty big, but I, I wasn't keen on them, if I'm honest. I'm, no, nor was I. But, but design-wise, they've become yeah. like a staple, I think, right? What do you mean by design-wise, which is the way they look? You... Just like if you saw it pop up. You, you know, like it's become like no, that's a Dalek, is. that's a Cyberman, that's a yeah. Ood, like that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I can't think of really anything in Chibnall's era. I can't really think of anything think... in Moffat's era. You know, that little green thing, that did come to mind, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the little good thing, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Chibnall's era was dreadful, to be honest, so. Yeah. I can't yeah. say the aliens were very good. Got anyway. The teeth, maybe, I don't know. Tim Shaw. Yeah. Anyway, listeners, yeah. if you do think of anything that we've missed, write to us. But I think the most recent one is the uh, is the silence. So there you go. I'd say silence. Yeah, it's probably most recent. I still don't think they're classic, though. The, the only one that I think really is a big classic of New Who would be the Weeping Angels, I think. And the Jadoon. And the Slovene. And the Ood. Slovene have only been used once, though. Yeah, but yet they're still so iconic. Like that design, cat. like that's that design... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you still you see them creeping up in the back of some episodes as well, I'm sure. 
don't know. The only thing I I know they were in Sarah Jane Adventures a few times, but other than that, I think there's but... one scene when the Doctor is going round to everybody, and he goes and sees Captain Jack in a bar, and you know he gives the note from Alonso to Captain Jack. And oh yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Slovene in the background of that. Oh, is there? Pretty sure. But anyway, about, sorry, Jack, um... are you still there? Uh, no, I was having a nap, but uh, go on. <laughs> yeah, um, to think of, yeah. What do you think of this episode, mate? Give us your overall thoughts. It was fucking biblical, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> I bet you're gassed to talk about your Easter egg. Oh, yeah, fucking... I, I, to be honest, I, I gave I gave up with... Because Brad says to me right at the start of the episode, he goes, oh, make sure you watch out for the Easter egg. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the end of it, I was so sick and tired of just writing down, oh, that's an Easter egg. I just put just the whole the whole two like, episodes were just a fucking Easter egg. There was one I bit where... Up there, I realised then the Easter egg's only in the second episode. There, there was one bit where... Uh... The I think it's like the captain and it like the devil flashes on the screen behind him in this like weird yeah. projection thing. I mm. fuck me, I wish we hadn't have told Jack that the enemy was the devil in this because I would imagine you'd have shit yourself when you'd have seen that and been frantically scribbling it down in your notes. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was pretty. Yeah, I mean the 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 first um I've got to say actually the first note I put down on it about an Easter egg he says about all of the sixes. And I went, I was like, oh shit, like 666 is in the, as in the devil. And then of course, then the actual devil or Satan appeared on the screen. And it was just like, you know, just talking about like, I think, what did they put? It was like heavenly, oh, make war against God and all yeah, that stuff. And yeah. I was just like, I, it just, I was like, yeah, that, I was probably reaching right there. But again, like it's, yeah, it was pretty the episode. But um, yeah, and I've got to say, it did live up to, to the hype because as I said, right just before Brad said to me, watch out for the Easter egg. Um, Brad, and I quote, said, best two-parter of the series. So he really set it up right from the beginning. And I was like, uh, he said the episode with the school was good. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure I can really trust his judgment, but I've got to say he's redeemed himself there because, God damn, that was, a, that, was a, that was a good two-parter, I will say. It is pretty good, yeah. I, I actually, uh, when we did The Girl in the Fireplace, I said this is probably tied with that. I think this pips it. I think this might be the best David Tennant episode of all time. Um, no, I don't Brad, agree with that. But... If, but that I'm caveating with if you don't include finales. Brad, do you think this is better than the two-part ending that's coming? I was just about to say that. I can't decide. I think... I don't want to talk about it too much. I don't want to spoil anything. But I think there's more to play for in the finale, which is why I, I think it could be better. I think it's the same argument with when you're ranking your Marvel films. You can't say Endgame because you can't just drop in and watch Endgame. Oh, like, Endgame works so well. Like, yeah, yeah, but you can, though. That's the thing. No, but Endgame. you can't. Yeah, but... The reason Endgame works so well is because of the 26 or whatever it is movies that came before it. The reason the finales of these series work so well, particularly this one, is because you've got two series building up to it. Like two years of our life was spent building up to this finale. So I think yeah, but once you... you've seen them, once you've seen them, you can go back and just watch the two part finale and it's unreal. So that's where you have to put your frame of mind in, though. If you were to go to a stranger that's never seen Doctor Who before and you had to get them to yeah, pick an episode. Finale. But are they going to pro- if they had to watch either the Satan Pit and Impossible episode, uh, Impossible episode, Impossible Planet or the two part finale, which one are you going to tell them to watch? Oh, these two, obviously, because of their completely unbelievable. 
related to anything. There's no link to anything. It's just you can just drop in and watch. So I think that makes it a better story. And it's the same with Endgame, JP. I know you're going to find me on it, but it's true. No, No, I've got to Endgame. This doesn't make sense. Endgame is is made better by the fact that you've watched previous films and you've watched Infinity War and everything like that. But you can still sit down and watch Endgame without knowing anything that's happened before because they. That it's not the best film, but it's still a good film, and it's a good enough. It's a well enough written film that you can sit down and watch just out of the blue. Like you can say, explain everything there. As well, another example of this is the first Marvel film I ever actually watched was the first Avengers film, so I had no idea going into it, and that's still a great film without knowing anything beforehand. Yeah, but that's because when you watch that film, the first half of it is introducing characters. Like they may, like the the execs yeah, but you made still miss that. The, miss, you still miss the origin stories of half of them. Yeah, but you, like you, they're exp- like it's explained in the story. If you, like, I've watched a few behind the scenes things on this. It was designed with the point that right, nobody's seen a movie up to this point. This is going to be our starting point. Everybody has to be able to jump on board at this point. Okay, okay fair enough. That's how I anyway. jump on board. To be fair, <laughs> there you go. They done a good job. Yeah. Um, how soon do you want to talk about the doctor and his glasses? Well, I, I have pops a... up straight away as we saw Jack as we discussed. We, we saw straight away because this is what I was going to say because I know <laughs> this. The, apparently, the running theme in this uh, this series is the doctor and his glasses because straight away after which, by the way, he says about oh this could be a sea base, this could be a safe base, uh, like a space base, just randomly opens doors you wouldn't kind of maybe <laughs> check that before like you know you just open a door and like you know several tons of water comes in but they go there and they've got the welcome to hell sign and everything and and all that and um he looks at the symbols below that he can't translate yes he doesn't do it without his like with his glasses on so is he wearing his glasses at any point in this episode i don't think he yeah is. he does um can't remember when. I think it's at some point when he's looking at a computer screen again. I missed it, to be fair. I didn't, didn't pick he up on it at does. all. He definitely does. definitely does wear them. I yeah. am not sure on that. But I don't know. I, I, I didn't see it. My argument coming into this was going to be, this is the most serious situation we've seen the Doctor in so far. And he doesn't put his glasses on. Therefore, I would have supported your argument. Yeah, they're show. And now he's got that fear kicking and he's not showing off. He's genuinely trying to escape. He's not put them on. So... If you're debunking that and saying he did wear them at some point, I think we've got a case that he does need the glasses back on our oh, no. hands again. The the only thing is, is when he was at the, I mean, I I can't remember the bit that he was at the computer, but if he was at the computer, were were there other people around? Because all right, Rose, it's the, it's the bit. I'm pretty sure we're gonna have to go back and look. It's the bit where they're <laughs> uh, looking at the monitor and it goes from basic one and he, he goes, well, that's not right. It's basic seven, basic ten, that bit. Yeah, I completely glasses. missed it, man. I'm fuming. No, you could be right there, but then he's he's there with a couple of the crew, isn't he? So he is, a yeah, then would be showing of the off for sure. Yeah, yeah. then would be showing off. Mm. Oh man, I, don't, I just don't know. I really thought I, I just didn't pick up on that at all. I'm I'm embarrassed if you ask me. Actually, oh, seems like you want to pause that for a quick look. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 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 just getting it up. So talk amongst yourselves for a bit. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the things he does on this podcast, honestly, the, the things that the ladies and gentlemen. Oh, very about. good. <laughs> Play some perks of radio. <laughs> just looks at a picture of a nude and goes, "I would." Oh, all right. Whilst we're doing this, <laughs> no, no, no. That's come out very wrong. That's come out very wrong. 
whilst we're doing this, let's talk about the Oud design. JP, this is the is first the, time, presumably, you've seen it. Is it the, is it the tent of the mouth tentacles that do it for you? <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love a bit of tentacle porn. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, Dr. Zoidberg in uh, in 4K. I love it. Yeah, uh, me, I hate Futurama. I hate that character as well. What? What is that? That's, what That's the Zoidberg noise. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bang on if you ask me. that was pretty ah, bang on ah, to be honest ah, yeah. hang about lads I've, so I'm just scooting up. Um, he puts his glasses on when he's inspecting the projection of the black hole so he's using them up close uh, yeah. again I guess yeah okay. but there's other people in the room yeah it's a huge crowd of people yeah so I would say that's the yeah. definite point for showing off yeah Okay, there we go. There we go. It has been progress has been made on it this week. We're sticking with showing off. Think of us, yeah. Think of us showing off. Interesting. Um, so back to the Ood. Yeah, uh, Doctor Zoidberg in uh, in four K. Uh, interesting. Very very interesting. Go on. I well, I mean, they look. Uh, well, I suppose any anything alien to us is unnatural, but they just look unnatural and weird. It's it's. You know, and it, it, it was a bit misleading. You know, the bit where they're just like, they come in and they're just like, oh, feed, feed, feed. Yeah. Or hungry or whatever it was. And they come in and then it cuts to the title and then it comes back and they're like, oh, no, we got the translation wrong. Really sorry about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a very interesting race because it's established very early on that in essence, they're, a, well, a slave race, really, aren't they? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Which... How do they get away with this? Are we unboxing this? Are we going to go in on this bit? Uh, there's not I don't really think we much should. to go on. I was going to say, there's not really much to go on, really. But it's just, yeah, it's a bit kind of like you go from something you've just got these aliens that you think might be living there or something. And, the you know, the humans have borrowed their technology and, and everything like that. So then the, the humans just straight up admit that it's like, yeah, we use them as slaves. Cannon fodder, really. But then you know? there's another thing that annoyed us both when we watched it, and it's a massive plot hole. Well, I wouldn't say a massive plot hole, but it's, it's something that bugs me, is when they realise that, uh, I don't know how far we're skipping ahead here, but when they realise they're stuck, um, and they're like, oh, we need someone on the laundry. Why would they need to do the laundry? Get the yeah. youth to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I said that. I said, look, if you're going to make... You, you might have to do everything. Yeah, they cook, they I mine. I think that's they, probably you know. just banter, isn't it? Is it? Is it just Doctor it Who be, banter? I, I yeah, read that as be. banter. Um, no, the thing that bugged me the most about that is Rose turns around and says, since when do humans need slaves? Mm, for about 400 years in America and Britain, actually. <laughs> you know? Oh, Africa as well. The and Roman yeah. Empire. Oh, that's dreadful isn't it, when you think about it. That's a great question. How often do you two talk about think about the Roman Empire? All the time. I man. don't know what that is. I don't know I, what this TikTok trend to God, is. Man. I don't it get was, it. Look, the Roman Empire. <laughs> that was the peak of mankind, lads. It was the peak <laughs> of mankind. We've just been on a gradual decline ever since. You know, you get up early, you have a, a, a few jugs of red wine, you go and watch a man fight a lion in the Colosseum. <laughs> Have an audience. I feel on. like I've been That's thinking it. about it quite a lot recently, and I don't know why. I'm 100% convinced this is a euphemism for masturbation. I don't I, think it is. I think it's, I mean, we are pretty much living in the Roman Empire now. Are we? Yeah. Rome fell, didn't it? You, you had it really, really good with technology and everything like that. 
and then Rome collapsed, society collapsed, and then it was built back up again. We got a good now. Why why is society collapsed now? Well, no, oh, just, don't we're, get me fucking started, <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> no, we're, 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 we're like on the peak, aren't we? Like, you know, it's it, life is pretty good. Like, we've oh, got really? houses that stay, you know, kind of that are fully plumbed. You know, kind of they've got electric, like electricity through them. They're fully heated. We've got TVs, I'm not, we've got smartphones, no, no, no. all that. I, I, as one of the hosts of this episode of this podcast, I'm vetoing this chat going any further. Let's, let's swing it back to Doctor Who. Um, That's because he thinks of the Roman Empire too much. A question for you both. <laughs> How many Ood die in this episode before they get dropped into the planet and they all die? Oh, I was going to say, we only hear two. How would uh, we know? You don't even see them getting shot. That's a well, fair point. This is my thing. You don't see, you only see one dead Ood in this entire thing. I remember yeah, this episode as the... being like a massacre of the Ood, you know? I thought there were going to be yeah, bodies lying well. everywhere. Well, we see one dead Ood body. I thought that was mad. That uh, yeah. I mean, that, that was in the ventilation shaft, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, this is... about fifty bullets at them. Oh, that, you know what? This 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 is the thing that <laughs> and then runs out, dies. Which, which <laughs> by the way, it obviously just anybody that ever makes like a, a like a space sci-fi or something like that, and they need a gun, they just go, "Oh, let's get a P ninety. Yeah, you know, yeah. Star Trek. Yeah, like so Star, uh, not Star Trek. Sorry. Um. Uh. Oh, what's it? Stargate. Um, yeah, it's just P90s, and it's only Jefferson turns around. He's got a P90 as well. I'm like, oh. <laughs> modern, the modern gun. Um, but he never uses it in, in part one. Oh, mate, don't. That last sort of oh. minute of part one is the most impure. Like, fucking, Jeffro, your head of security, mate, start popping some caps in but, some ood. Yeah. It literally, right? They they even debunk the whole thing because it's always like you know when you see like when there's a plane, like a movie that's set in a plane, and the guy's like, yeah. "I can't fire because I'll split the hole and you know the plane will blow up because of the pressure." And Rose is like, "Cool, what are you doing? Gonna fire? You, what are you doing firing that in here? You're gonna kill us all." And he's like, "No, it's all right. This only affects organic matter." <laughs> yeah. So they already have established that he doesn't actually have to be careful with the bullets, and then he's like, "I'm not gonna not shoot." Let- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and but right. Then when he does shoot, he sprays like loads, <laughs> and he don't need to. But what I don't understand though, and this may be an interesting point on his character, is it is established that to the humans, they're nothing. Uh, the the ood are nothing. They are just yeah. you know kind of bio, uh, you know kind of they're just matter. That's it. Yeah. So why does he hesitate to shoot something that he was the human race views as maybe they're really dependable? expensive. Well, that is actually true. That gets proven in a future episode. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, okay. There you go. Um, but you're right. So, okay, we're hitting this from every fucking angle. Let's not do this episode chronologically. But that is one of my biggest problems with this story, sorry, is that cliffhanger at the end of episode one is so artificial and so see-through. It's unbelievable. So you've got three scenarios. You've got the Doctor and um, Ida at the pit, and they mm-hmm. and it opens up and you hear the roar. The pit is open. Yeah. I am free. Immediately in the next episode, eh, he's not free. He's still jailed, actually. So that was a false. Nothing. That was a nothing. You I, then I, got I them, yep. that you've then got them being surrounded by the ood upstairs. And um then they then they just shoot. Like easy solution, false tension once again. And then the other bit is uh the captain and they're falling out of orbit. And maybe I skipped too far ahead when I missed the opening titles, but I literally cut to the captain saying. It's okay, we're stabilizing. Oh, how how did that happen? 
or was that just false tension as well? Yeah, it was a bit of a because even as I, as I pointed out with the title of the um, like kind of the title card of the first um, the first ep- uh, yeah episode, they they come through and they're like hungry or feed or something like that, and you're like, oh shit, they're proper surrounded, and then it cuts back and they're like, oh yeah, sorry, we fucked up the translation. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of funny. I like I that. Like, that is funny, like. but. Yeah, no, it's you know now you pointed out because I did say to Brad in the um you know in between the two um the first and the second episode they're like oh something's coming out the pit nothing ever does yeah no exactly exactly so there's a big debate going on in Hollywood at the minute you know this new Martin Scorsese film Killers of the Flower Moon or whatever yeah it is. Flower Moon yeah yeah. And it's like three and a half hours long and people are saying it's too long to be a cinema experience it should have been four hour long episodes. And there's a defense of that is that when you make something episodic, when you make it like an hour long and you break it down into parts, each part then has to come to a natural conclusion. There has to be a beginning, middle and end of each part. That would have, that's what hinders this episode. It's only a small fault, I think, but the fact that the writer, whatever his name was, Matt Jones, something like that, only episode he's done for Doctor Who, by the way, which was interesting. Um, Really? Yeah, only one. He was clearly told you have to make the end of part one a cliffhanger. So he wrote in this false section. This would have worked better, not as a two-parter, but as one hour and a half movie, if you like. Do you agree? Yeah, Yeah, agreed. Fully agree. That would never happen, though. You can't do that. No, well, this is the thing, exactly. And this is what they're talking about in in Hollywood at the minute. So it's just quite interesting to see that it's... Because there was the whole, you know, um, Zack Snyder's Justice League coming out as the episodes on... Yeah. whatever it was and it's you have to restructure the story so that you get a conclusion every episode so that you feel satisfied like it's just fascinating like hearing all the behind the scenes stuff that goes on with it but yeah, so yeah no, that's cool. that's no, my biggest agree. my biggest sort of qualm with this episode is that false tension in the middle yeah okay no, no i fully agree uh, you know it, it just i'd say that's the only thing though. um yeah i, I want to then talk about probably what i would say is the best thing about the two episodes is the cinematography and just the inspiration everything like that um one of the coolest shots in the two part like the two two-parter um they go from toby's magnifying glass no sorry they don't they go from one of them shutting the door to then toby's magnifying glass just oh yeah that cut is good Transition Which is, is such a great cut. I don't know okay. why they put it in there, and I wish they put more of them in. But it was such a great cut. It was just a natural. The door closes, and then, like the, the the kind of the peephole closes, and then suddenly you're in Toby's magnifying glass, which I really like. Um, the other thing that I pointed out that I, I really thought was quite cool was Ida when she's when they're going down in the um in the lift, right yes. when they've got the spacesuits on. Look at Ida's face again. And tell me exactly what you think it looks like. God, I can't get the episode back up again. Just tell us. Right? Because for some reason, her face looks like a skull. Okay. Yeah, okay. you mentioned this quite a lot. And I, I do get where you're coming from, but I didn't really. Like, it, it genuinely looks why. like a skull. And I'm not sure if that's just because of the actress's natural face and the way they lit it and. Just David Tennant had a, I don't know, like a so stupid, like a shallower nose or something like that. I but they would know, have, but they would have lit it like that intentionally, for sure. That I mean, it just like going down the like the in the elevator, and I'm like, wow, that looks kind of creepy. That's uh, 
And I, I, I said to Brad, I was like, because in between the, the first and the second one, I said to Brad, I was like, yo, does Ida die? Because if she does, that is foreshadowing and a half. Yeah, but, but she didn't die. I don't remember if she, she did. She did die. She nearly does. Nearly does, yeah. But I, I, I really like that as well. Um, Overall, I know Brad hasn't because I asked him. Did you ever play Dead Space, Josh? Um, For about 20 minutes, and then I got bored. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> puss. Honestly. Um, it's a boring game. Horror... No, Dead Space 2, one of the best horror games there is. Um, I mean, that took a lot. Well, in fact, I actually think it was the other way around because I think we... I was trying to work this out. We think Doctor Who came out before Dead Space 2 did. Yeah, definitely. You said Dead Space was like 08, 09. I think it was like 08, 09, something like that. And yeah, I mean, it, it is like heavily implying on that. Like, it's just incredible. But like, it's that kind of sci fi horror thing yeah and again yeah, yeah. dead space the whole premise is they accidentally open up a, a satanic portal i guess you'd call it and you're a soul you're an engineer you're just an engineer and you're a sole survivor on the ship and you've got to escape like and you're just being hunted down by demons and and all that <laughs> stuff it's, it's just so cool and doom as well like i know and i know for a fact doom came out before doctor who did well oh, doom's like a 90s thing in it yeah no well new who anyway but um yeah but again like with the the kind of the, the like satan's body i guess you call it because his mind was with toby um but again that's like heavily inspired by well i i, I mean at the end of the day the devil and satan you know the, the, the you know they're, they're, there's been pictures of those since like the 1400s like ever since the, the bible was about but yeah, no, I, I've got to say, though, the, just the whole look of it was just so creepy. It was, I, I liked it. I liked the way it looked. No, I agree with you completely. Just on that as well, like, this is what I think Doctor Who does the best, is that it it sort of it solidifies itself in, like, actually, this could be the cause of, there could be a monster out there that we interpreted as the devil. Do you know what I mean? And that mm. every religion, but I like, when Doctor Who can twist things like that, I think it's brilliant. And like you mentioned Dead Space, but this is a fucking scary episode for a kid's TV show. Oh, yeah. The, the whole yeah. thing with Toby, like right at the start, oh, he's like, like, just like with the whispering and then suddenly he's just like covered in like, well, permanent tattoos that hide themselves or something. I don't know. And then the red <laughs> eyes and then he's just outside and he just breaks the glass with his Jedi powers. Like, I mean, that's kind of cool. That shot, there's a few, there's three, like you mentioned the cinematography earlier. When he's outside and he's going to, um, oh, what was that girl's name, the fit one? Oh, I don't know. Scooty, <laughs> Scooty. Scooty, that's it, yeah. Yeah, when, when he does that Jedi power scene, that's fucking like harrowing. And then you see her body floating away, harrowing. And then again, mm -hmm. when you see Toby at the end floating away, like, they look so good for 2006 that like, I don't know how they did that with the hair sort of just, they must've filmed them underwater, right? That's the only way they could have done I, that. I don't know. Cause I mean, they, they, they could have, cause that's, that's how they did Guardians of the Galaxy, wasn't it? They filmed them underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I suppose that's something. If anybody knows, let us know in the comments. Cause that'd be quite. Is it, have you not watched the Doctor Who Confidential for this one, Josh? Uh, no, I only finished this episode when I texted you guys saying I was ready. I was shitting it, to be fair. I couldn't get the VPN working for ages. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to miss the end of this episode again. <laughs> Probably easier to fly back to the UK and watch it. <laughs> you have to use a VPN just to watch Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah it's that. BBC only, isn't it? Well, until it comes out on Disney Plus, that is. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, yeah, no, it's it is cool. Um, and the other shot I loved as well was literally just before they eject Toby into space. They they got that thing where she just looks around and Toby's just in the seat, just as the kind of the devil again. And it's just like, oh, that's creepy. It's almost like the um, oh, what was that film? Is it Sinister where the, you get the red face comes behind him in the kitchen? Yeah, the Darth Maul demon. Yeah, it was like that. It was like, <laughs> oh, that's quite creepy. But um, bearing yeah, in mind like, that is presumably just permanent marker and some red contact lenses it, it it's quite fucking scary like even now it, it creeps me out to be honest with you oh it works and the really weird thing is as well is when he does that you know actually no in fact i'm gonna say the creepiest part of that episode is when he does the little shush to the ood there yeah <laughs> that's just mm. i don't think they meant that to be creepy but that was like oh that's a bit weird I'm yeah i mean i'm pretty sure rose and uh Danny were looking down at him at that point, but yeah, still creepy. Yeah, I have no idea. And talking of that scene though, I was really upset they killed off Jefferson. Right. I remember loving Jefferson as a character, but one yeah. of his first lines, one of the first lines in, that he says in this is, uh, "We're harnessing the black the black hole, and we can use it to fuel the empire." And then they're like, that's literally just as they've spoken about the Ood being slaves. And I've been like, oh, is Jefferson a racist? No, it's, I, what's that got to do with it? What? No, he's it, thinking it of an seems... imperialist. It's not uh, racist. Yeah, an imperialist, yes, an imperialist, yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Work for the BBC or something? Fucking <laughs> labelling just... people wrongly. <laughs> that's an odd line to chuck in there, no? Uh, I think I think they're trying to demonstrate that there is something, not something's up. It's just not a science mission kind of thing mm, i don't know but he is a good character he reminded me of someone but i couldn't 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 put it where yeah i was the same i was trying to think what who he looked like well the the the, the oh, thing i God. really annoyed me is they go just before they kill him off the the devil does that well yeah it's, the, it's satan's voice isn't it going through the ood when the ood are talking like they're communicating yeah. and they say about like kind of like they they point like he she it points out different things about that and like he he just says about uh Jefferson's wife, yeah, yeah, and that never gets explained. And I'm like, I really wanted to know what happens to Jefferson's wife, and then they just I killed him. He, off he was just involved in her dying. I think he let her down, and it was his fault or something. No, she no, he cheated on her. I'm sure, that's what he was getting Did at. Did your wife ever forgive you? I know for a fact she didn't. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's getting it. The one that's left. So they say, yeah. So Jefferson's cheated. Um, Ida is uh, got daddy issues. The captain yeah. is the captain that you know has been given this power no and doesn't know how to use it. Yeah. The only one Rose they don't the... explain. Oh yeah, go on, go on. I think Rose is, is the one that's going to fall or something like that. Or the fallen child. No, she's oh the lost child. Sorry, she's the lost, yeah. child. lost child. She's going to oh, die in battle. Child. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the only one, one they was... don't explain God. is little Danny, and they're just like, oh, I'm the boy that lied. About what? Don't forget gonna... the virgin. Don't forget oh, the, the Yeah, virgin. I was just saying, the harshest <laughs> one. They're just like going around, just like, oh, yeah, well, you're you're a potential murderer or a cheat. Yeah, you're lost. Yeah, you're a virgin, mate. It was like, wow. Hey, someone's never had sex before. Hey, everybody laugh at Toby. <laughs> just getting personal out there. It was like, God, dear. No wonder he's so angry Toby with too the much, though, Because I actually technically am Toby. <laughs> I thought you were about yourself, then. I was about to say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it doesn't just grow back, man. Like, you can't just like, oh, yeah. I, I was I doing a bit. Of, 
something I did think about though, I said to Brad, was you know, kind of like Christianity was was founded on the Virgin Mary. Yeah. What is it like yeah, she was just right. carrying it? Yeah. Virgin Mary, and then that's where Jesus came from and everything like that. Yeah, maybe that's why, because the devil was cool. within Toby. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good shout, actually. I never thought of that. Yeah. Maybe that's the Easter egg. Maybe it is. What's a virgin? <laughs> um, so, JP, question for you. Mm-hmm. Is this the first episode we've seen where the Doctor's lost the TARDIS? As in, like, can't access it, can't get to it, like the TARDIS is oh, gone. You know what? Can, can we skip this question and come back to it at the end? Because I do have a, I, I have a note about the TARDIS in this. And Ooh, it really okay. bugs me. It, it, it bugs me. It, it was pro- for, for you, I know you said about the thing, but for me, the TARDIS was my only bugbear in this episode. All right, fair enough. Keep mm, listening, yeah. listeners. There's our sort yeah. of half-time, <laughs> um, <laughs> our half-time tension. Yeah, no, that's it. So just 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 quickly before, of course, they're in the vents. They're like, right, you know, the captain's like, I've got to manually move the oxygen around. It's going to be quite, you know, cramped and tight and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. The basic knowledge, you'd go, right, okay, there's not a lot of oxygen. Let's just not shout at each other or talk. Yeah, but or that's the panic. Quick movements. Yeah, just loads of quick movements. Just like, you know, just have a chin wag and, you know, and everything like that. But yeah, the Jefferson death annoyed me. He just, he didn't need to. You know, you kill one dude, it stacks up. You kill another one, they stack up. You block the vent. What's yeah, the no, they're literally straight after as they get through, they climb out of the vent above it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I think we mentioned it before. Like, I hate that sort of sacrifice for the sake of sacrifice. But a couple of things on that, like, the captain waits for them to get to the checkpoint. And then he's like, no, you've got to wait. I'm only now going to fill that other area up there. Couldn't have started mm-hmm. that 30 seconds ago and then just open it when we get there. And, what, uh, the other I... thing that bugged me as well with Jefferson's death, the Ood is literally right there. And he's like, oh, can you speed up the, the process? Take the air <laughs> away from me. There's no way he died of suffocation before no, he got to it. I, I, that That's was going to be my second point. He suffocates uh, to death within like two seconds. Like, what's going yeah. on there? <laughs> maybe the pressure drops. He not hold his breath at all. <laughs> no, maybe, well, I mean, there'd be no point in holding your breath, would there? Yeah, but you'd still struggle. You wouldn't just die straight away. Like you, you're suffocating. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, but maybe if, you, maybe if you took all the oxygen... Your eyes would just pop out and your brain would explode. Nah. I don't know. Why doesn't that happen underwater? Exactly. Well, I mean, look at that Titanic sub. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because it imploded and because maybe Jefferson exploded. Yeah. Imploded, sorry. No maybe. oxygen in space. <laughs> yeah, no, that did that was a little bit. Did, was... Yeah, that did it. So the first episode is better than the second episode. And it's not often that happens in two-parters. I don't know. I prefer that the second episode is more interesting, though. It's more drama, I think. I, yeah. I don't, there's more you, dra- I don't know if you remember this. Like, from what I remember from what I, when I used to watch it, when I watched this as a kid, it's like you're always on the edge of your seat. Like, the bit going through the tunnels, I think, mostly, it's like, because the, the youth are chasing them and Jefferson stays behind and they get to the end bit and they're there and then he puts it up and the youth are there. It's like, oh, no, I've got to go backwards now. <laughs> It's something like is you're right on the edge of it, and I feel like second episode has that a lot more than the first. Yeah, fair enough. There, there is a lot of drama. Just on that, just come back to me as well. Just on that bit in the vents, they get into the vents, and Rose is like, "Oh, it fucking stinks." And just throwing this theory out there, Rose is a racist because she instantly looks at brown skinned Danny and goes, "Is it you?" <laughs> I'm not sure we could say that, but fair enough. <laughs> Why not? It's true. Is Rose a racist? Yeah, it's just. 
I feel like I'm not going to comment says... on that one. <laughs> and then <laughs> again, final point in the vent for a virgin. Old Toby's got quite a lot of riz, isn't he? He's straight up talking up Rose and checking out her ass and everything. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the man don't want to die a virgin. <laughs> Shoot your shot in the final few minutes. Or is that the devil inside him talking? <laughs> the devil's got riz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear me. So, of course, we meet Satan, or the body of Satan anyway. There's a lot of open-ended questions on this, like that are left with this episode. Like, who imprisoned the devil? Yep. And what I really want to know is who chipped the devil's horn? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's a big old beast. And someone of it, he obviously got in a scrap with someone, didn't he? And it's just like... Do you not think it could just be like where he's caught it on the rocks or something? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be, I suppose. But... He's a pit, isn't he? It's not very nice down there. <laughs> it's not very nice down there. It's at least a half star in an Airbnb, you know. <laughs> um, I like yeah, the no. fact that they leave it open-ended. Yeah, I mean, because it, it, it's kind of like towards the end, because the Doctor doesn't actually tell them what was down there. He, yeah. he, like, yeah. he just skirts around the question. I, I think. Yeah, I didn't get that. Well, I think the reason he done it is because if humanity knows that the devil is dead, then humanity will just do what it wants. Yeah, because I think they, not, but they sort of mention at one point that uh, the devil's physically trapped down there, but the idea of the devil is what's escaping, right? So yeah, so that was the idea. So to- Toby, Toby had been possessed by the mind of the devil, but yeah. the body of the devil was imprisoned down there. That's why the devil didn't speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just had his yeah. little snaky tongue. <laughs> yeah, these big old jorts, you know. That's why he left the use. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like that they leave it open ended. Was it the devil? What did he mean by "I existed before time"? Like even the Doctor doesn't. Yeah, know, I mean like, that's, yeah, that's I an that. interesting thing. But yeah, no, I, I quite like. Maybe, maybe that was what started the big bang. Was the devil and God were fighting? Yeah, there you go. That's something. Or the 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 disciples of the light, as as I think he says at one point. Um, mm. I also like the fact that they sort of leave it open as to what. Um, happens in a black hole as well because the doctor sort of says this one just eats and destroys everything but what does happen if you fall into a black hole they don't answer it i like that they leave that open-ended yeah i, I mean like, I, I quite i quite like the physics on this one i spotted straight away that something was up because i was like i said to Brad, i was like well you can't i just right i will say i felt like the doctor at some point like the, during you, the to be time. fair, you did say something, and the doctor literally said the exact yeah, same thing. It was the orbit. <laughs> I, I said, I was like, well, you can't orbit a black hole. And then suddenly, literally seconds later, the doctor went, yeah, but you can't orbit a black hole. And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, but no, I, I like the, the physics and the kind of thing. So I knew that something was up. It wasn't a natural, like, you know, but yeah, black holes do consume everything. Like, you know, so there's, I mean, the the debate is what happens on the other side. Are you teleported somewhere else or is it just nothingness? Like, that, that that's the biggest question. But oh, the, I mean, let's the theorize. Thing, what do you reckon, JP? Uh, I, I don't think anything could survive long enough to do it. Okay. Brad? Because as you get, as you, oh, oh, God. What was Sorry. That? What was I wasn't expecting a deep, deep answer there. Sorry, JP. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying, because the, clo- the closer you get to a black hole, the slower the time goes. So by the time you're out of the, the other end of the black hole, in theory, if you haven't been spaghettified, nothing else will exist because time would have passed everywhere else apart from where you are. So you, like, if I fell into a black hole now at 26, I, or I would come out the other end at 20, still maybe as 27. It depends how long it takes to go through. But everything else could have gone on like several million years. 
JP, that is, you have just literally given the synopsis for the best Doctor Who episode of all time. 400 mile oh, ship accidentally goes into a, or goes near a black hole, chucks it on reverse, but the ship, like the, the end that's closest to the black hole starts evolving, starts, you know, growing, you know, like all this sort of stuff. And then the other end is like time's passing normally and they sort of meet in the middle. You've just predicted the best episode of Doctor Who there, mate. What episode is that? The Peter Capaldi one cool. where uh, Bill gets <laughs> shot. It is genuinely, it's a good one, where the master comes back. I can't remember that one. You well, do you want to know my theory on the black hole? Yeah, go on. Uh, go on. I think it leads straight through to a parallel world where Ricky and Jake are fighting Cybermen in a van. <laughs> I mean, it could do. You could just pop out the other end of their black hole. Exactly. It goes to that exactly magic right. world where Noel Clark isn't a sex offender. Yeah. yeah. Go on. <laughs> uh, Steve Irwin never dies, you know, just all, yeah. Right, okay, but on this finale, <laughs> on this finale, this is one of the best uh, conclusions to a Doctor Who story, I think, because it is not an action fighting battle. It is literally a battle of wits with action taking place around it. For me, this is literally chef's kiss perfection. This is as good as it gets in terms of wrapping up a story. Just the Doctor there monologuing to this empty creature, just spitting out, whatever he could think of, blah, 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 comes to the solution. It is perfect. Uh, agree, then disagree. What do you disagree with? Uh, the fact that the TARDIS just turned up out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, but it's the TARDIS. Yeah, but he goes, oh, the TARDIS is dead. It's fallen off. So you're like, oh, okay, right, fine, fair enough. And then he descends into a pit that we establish is well over 600 metres deep because that's <laughs> how much cable they've got. Or is it 600 meters? No, 10 miles, 10 miles. But 10 miles deep, right? Then he falls for quite literally an eternity, right? And I know that all the physics are all messed up because he falls down, there's oxygen down there and everything like that. But they have established that he fell into a pit that was secure enough to keep Satan's body in there without escaping. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then suddenly the TARDIS appears. Just, and, he, and, and like to me... They're like, oh, yeah, well, when the TARDIS fell, the TARDIS fell into this pit. So, well, how? But that had to happen, wasn't it? It wasn't going to just lose his TARDIS, was it? How would he ever get away? Well, I know that, but, I mean, they could have, I don't know, had him how come back up. To... How would, what would you change? I don't think you need to change anything. It's established in this episode that the TARDIS doesn't obey the laws of the black hole because the Time Lords invented black holes. And yep. in future episodes, so fair play, you don't know this yet, but the TARDIS has a life of its own and it always goes where it needs to go. Um, mm. So for all we know, yeah, the second... Yeah, it could materialise itself. Exactly, the second oh, so that pit opened. That. Yes, 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 yeah, probably. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know. For, for me, like that, they were like, oh, the TARDIS was on a piece of the, you know, the station that fell off. So then you're like, right, okay, well, it's either been pulled towards the black hole or it's been pulled onto the planet. And then yeah, you're it was like, pulled oh, onto the planet, yeah. Yeah, but then it magically went through the seal that was already sealed and that was meant to keep the devil in. But I also thought that these earthquakes that were happening was the devil trying to break out. So maybe he did manage to break a hole to where the TARDIS fell, but because he was still chained, he couldn't get out of that hole. I think it's well, I fine. He... You can hand wave away some of this. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense that if it's got a mind of its own and it materialised there and that was it, then that makes sense. But 
I myself, I've not seen anything that says that. <laughs> well, so, it's been retroactively fixed for sure. Mm, yeah, I don't know. That was that was that was probably my biggest bugbear. It's just suddenly the TARDIS turned up in this, un, you know, kind of this sealed pit, and it was just like, oh, okay. And, and I'm, yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah, that was my only bugbear in the episode. I didn't really like how it concluded. I get why they done it because the TARDIS comes in and saves the day, and then the Doctor and the TARDIS come in and save the day, and it's just, but I, at least having maybe climb up the pit or something like that, I don't know. Or like when he smashed the vase, gravity changed, and he flew back out the pit, and then the TARDIS was there, and I, <laughs> so some something like that, you know. But I just, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the TARDIS suddenly appearing. It just didn't, no, it didn't make enough. sense. It didn't, it didn't make sense. You know what I mean? It didn't make logical sense, but I don't know. Um, but I now open the floor with two questions. Let's go. You're either. The doctor has just left you. You're all alone. You've been told that there's no way to get you back up. What do you do? I'd jump in the pit, I reckon. I'd wait until my oxygen's yeah, on like its last thing, five like... minutes or something mm-hmm. like that. And then I reckon mm-hmm. I'd jump in the pit. Right. Well, yeah, if you know you're going to die, you want to die in the quickest way possible, don't you? So, yeah, listen to Jefferson pit. over there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to ask a bit earlier. Just takes his helmet off straight away. He's like, I don't want no oxygen. <laughs> Wait, Bradley, you've still got 60 minutes left. We can send someone down. No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what a game on terms. Adios. I mean, to be fair, I think she needs to put a bit more effort in because the doctor's been down there for ages. She could, you know, the thing's automatically putting him down anyway. Why can't she just go and find a bit more rope? From where? I don't know. She could have called. That guy's been playing Tomb Raider too long. Turns up in an unopened tomb, finds an AK 47, a magnum, and a bit of a a rope or something. Goes, yeah, standard. Yeah, but I do agree. She doesn't explore much of that bit at the top of the pit. Like, there's clearly Colosseums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go and have a wonder. You're about to die. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's what I'd I'd literally I'd have a wander around, see if there was anything there, and then if there wasn't, I'd jump down the pit too. Because what's going to happen? You don't know what's down there. Exactly. Could be a big yeah. blue sea for all you know. Like you yeah. might as well just have a go. Uh, for sure. Fun fact on Ida, by the way, I just watched a program on Prime, and she plays uh, Jenna Louise Coleman's mum in it. So there you go. Oh, Mello. Yeah. One of the future companions, JP. Oh yeah. Yeah, she just plays her mum. Well, that was fun. Probably the second yeah. best companion. Fuck right off. One of the the worst companion. No, that's a lie. That's Bill. No, Bill is Bill's second to Rose. <laughs> Let's not start this debate. Let's not I'm gonna just create a new TikTok for using the companions now. Yeah, do it. Do a rate your companions. Bill will always come second or third, confirmed. No. I confirm you. And 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 uh Clara will be the bottom of that list. Um no. JP, what was your second question, lad? The second question, we've kind of touched on it. So you're the doctor, you've come out of everything there. Would you tell him about the devil? Or Satan? I don't think it really matters. I reckon I'd tell but Rose if she asked. Goes, yeah, you would say yeah. I'd tell Rose. Mm. But you wouldn't tell the rest of them. But why? I feel like the doc like why would he? Why would the doctor tell them in the first place? He doesn't really stick around to explain things as it is anyway. And two, you probably don't want, like you like you mentioned earlier, yeah. you don't want people knowing the devil is real, right? But yeah. don't you think they deserve it, all the effort they've done to go there and explore and get all the way down there? And then at the end of the day, the doctor's just waltzed in, gone down for them, found out what it is and not told anyone. 
the doctor hadn't I'm... turned up, they would have gone down themselves and probably found it themselves. Well, no, because they probably would have stopped because they would have just not been out to see the bottom. The doctor makes a point. He goes, oh, uh, one of them feet. would have jumped. One of them would have jumped. Ida would have. She yeah. said she would have, to be fair. Yeah. 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 But then the question to me would be, I mean, A, we don't know how far down it was. B, we don't know if it's only the Doctor who could survive that fall. Would they have just died? No, I think know, the, I think he makes a... Fall from large distances and survive somehow. Well, he um, makes a point a of saying up. he can survive a fall from 30 feet, which I don't think a human could. But he then also explains no. someone made an air pocket here for humans or like a person to survive. So I think anybody that jumped would have, would yeah, have survived. Yeah, but the fall would still hurt you enough to an air pocket just helps you breathe it doesn't stop your fall no i think i think he says that the air pocket stops him and then he falls like a little bit which smashed it but it's like all oh, right yeah i don't know i think it was designed so that anybody could get down there and smash those vases okay fair enough well in that case they would have found him then mm. so why not tell him but if ah oh, there you go if they had have found him and smashed the vases it would have crippled them and they'd have fallen into the black hole and died. So they'd never have been able to spread they'd the knowledge that the devil is real. Yeah. Anyway, anything else to add on the episode? We've sort of rushed through it in an unchronological order, but yeah, a messy, really uh, a messy episode of the podcast. But uh, I, I feel, I feel like that was probably um, topical for this uh, for this episode. It's just a lot of <laughs> a lot of information and stuff. And yeah, I have a view, uh, a view. I have a few miscellaneous notes, if you don't mind. Go for it. Uh, love hearing the Torval and Dean Bolero song. Don't remember that. that. Oh yeah, uh, no, I do. I do. When they like, when the Ood first start get to work, they just do the uh, the, the the dancing on ice theme tune. Which is my question? Yeah. Bit, isn't it? That bit. Uh, it's not the same song, but it is similar. Yeah. Oh, okay. The the Bolero thing is good. Brad, that was my question. Was this would this have aired about the same time as Dancing on Ice would have been on TV? What are we midway for a series? series usually i can't remember back in the day when they used to release the series to be honest wasn't it early early in the year like i'll April, get the May, i'll get the exact date of this episode up for dancing you on ice would have been like end of the year like near christmas november december does oh no strictly's just started right yeah strictly's been going a few weeks uh this would have come out june yeah so it's six months before dancing on ice Ah, fair enough. My theory there was that they stole the viewers from Dancing on Ice, but nope, if that's the end of the year, then fine. Always good to hear that song, though. Um, this is the <laughs> genesis of the Doctor's classic spacesuit, Brad. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned that. Yeah, that's a good point, to be fair. That spacesuit space does crop up quite a lot. It's a pretty iconic uh, little outfit, to be fair. I think worn Ooh. by every Doctor since. Everyone? Maybe not Definitely Jodie and definitely Capaldi. I don't know if Smith does, does he? Yeah, uh, there must be. There must be. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find That's out. Um, what I thought was quite interesting, right, is the Doctor is like the hero of Doctor Who. He's the superhero of Doctor Who, right? Mm -hmm. This episode, he loses his TARDIS and he instantly starts talking about, I'm going to have to settle down, get a mortgage, blah, 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 blah. The Doctor, other than being super intelligent, his only real superpower is the TARDIS. If you take that away from me, he's not really got anything. I mean, he's got a solid screwdriver. And a socket paper. And two hearts. <laughs> but what can he do with it? Like, if you take the and... TARDIS out of Doctor Who, it's just a very clever guy with some tech on Earth. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, he's, that... still, I mean he's got knowledge of, you know, 
well, it's not been established to how old the doctor is, but he's got countless years of knowledge. Yeah, but what, like, well, that's just an intelligent person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like that's more intelligent than our most intelligent person on Earth. Eh, I guess so. I just, I just thought it was interesting the emphasis on how important the TARDIS is to Doctor Who because you do take it for granted a little bit. I think I hadn't really thought about how important it was. So that was just a little. Uh, note i had there i've got ha 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 they even say some call him the satan as a note there that was just for brad i presume right space doors however many years in the future they're airtight mm -hmm. they're vacuum sealed but they could be opened with bolt cutters well yeah i suppose it's a safety feature really anything could be opened with bolt cutters i don't think you could open my front door with bolt cutters yeah you could i don't I think so no because you can't get access to the you'd have to use it like as an axe yeah, so you're still using the bolt cars. You're just <laughs> yeah, but... Anyway, I thought that was quite funny. Um, <laughs> there's one shot. Oh, debunked there. Go on, carry on. Debunked, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Welcome to our <laughs> myth-busting section. Of really yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who myth-busting. <laughs> um, there's one shot of all of the you that have been sent back to Habitation 5 or whatever it's called. And there's like four rows of them. For some reason, one of them doesn't have a bench to sit on. So there's three rows of these dudes sitting down, and then one poor row of them just standing up. Like, what's that about? Uh, they... Poor set design. Well, I was, I was going to say, actually, maybe a poor set design or the fact that they accidentally dressed up one more than they should have. And they were like, look, we've put all this makeup on you, mate. Just stand at the back. Just... Like... <laughs> Honestly, it's so bizarre. They're all just sat down, and then there's one, one row, row of ood, just... One row or one, one ood? One row, like they're missing a bench. It's so strange. Yeah, I I actually took a photo of the telly. I'll whack it in the group chat now quickly. Maybe they take in turns. Like, so you know when you do like shift workers, like if you're like school in assembly when when you were the oldest, you get to sit on the bench. Well, I was gonna say like you know like when you're in the Royal Navy, like or like in any navy, I guess. You you don't you don't have you you have a bed, but like like you just you take in turns when you're on shift work. So if you're not working, you're asleep on a bed. And then when you're working, yeah. someone else is asleep in the bed. I guess so, but it, it literally yeah, just looks like they didn't they have... Standing? It just looks like they didn't have the budget to give them seats. <laughs> they just oh, run yeah. out of benches. It's so strange, isn't it? It really caught me... It really took me out of the story for some reason. I want to know why now. <laughs> Maybe um, your can only charge. More, this is a more important pocket topic than the doctor's glasses. That's not true in the slightest. Mm. <laughs> but I like the theory of they're not normally all called back to habitation at the same time. I think that that could answer. That's an in-universe explanation to that. Yeah, could be. But surely right. the habitation bit is where they all like. I don't know. Is this where they sleep? Yeah, yeah, but like Jack said, it's probably shifts. You probably have some of them working at all times. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, I obviously mentioned the thing about there being wanted. There's a lot of, there's an earthquake happening. How do we make it look like there's an earthquake happening? Let's just jiggle the camera about and throw some Oh, shaky people. cam. Oh, I love shaky cam. The best thing is, go, go on that. Have you... guys. Come on, stop knocking us the I was going to say, have you ever seen a still footage of, you know, in Star Trek, because they love doing that on Star Trek, the shaky cam on the bridge. Have I've never seen... seen a Star Trek property. Oh, it's brilliant, right? It's like Doctor Who, but like in the, like, eight, like in I've terms of the site, like, you know, oh, no, no, way, way before that. But like with Patrick Stewart, like Sir Patrick Stewart and everything like that. Um, 
someone very very cleverly stabilized the camera so you just see the actors pretending to be thrown around the ship oh i would love that <laughs> because they, they they that's what they have to do the actors they're like right okay now the ship's rocking to the left now to the right now fall down and all that <laughs> stuff and then they shake the camera so it makes it look like everything's moving and everything like that because the actors and actresses have still got to pretend that they're going around yeah but you yeah, don't yeah, see yeah. it as much when the camera's shaking so probably somewhere out there there is film footage of everyone pretending to fall over and be hit by her <laughs> i would love and yeah i think they do that like that's how they do the tardis scenes most of the time so it's probably the same thing but yeah if anybody has footage of that please send it to us that would be brilliant um final notes um matt jones the guy that wrote it his only episodes for doctor Who, which i think is absolutely mad he does do one for torchwood which i actually think would probably be better suited for him anyway because it's that little bit of a dark tone um, Dead Man Walking, it's in the second series, one of the ones where Martha comes back. Uh, I can't really remember a lot of I think it's a bit of a filler episode, to be fair, but I, I don't remember it being a bad one. Um, okay. And then the, the last note I have is towards the end, when uh, the doctors, you know, the, 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 uh, the ship is, uh, the, the base is falling into the earth, there's a really upsetting, like genuinely made me a bit sad shot of just the ood hugging each other and sort of like it looks like they're crying even though they're not crying i was like oh that's a bit they look like they're genuinely shitting themselves to be fair <laughs> yeah, which is really weird because it's never determined if they're like an intelligent species or not no they're just there to there to serve but spoiler alert jp they aren't smart <laughs> oh gosh let's not open that kettle of worms um yeah, yeah we uh we do get some more um uh we do we do get more information on the Ood in some coming episodes or series, I should oh. say. Yeah, you've got to wait that. a while. I've got to wait a while though. Oh, but I think that wraps it up. If anybody's got anything else to add, should we jump to love it or hate it? Yeah, do it. Do it. JP, you want to start? Oh, I think everybody's going to guess that I love this one or well, both of them. Fair enough, Bradley. Yeah, got to be a love one. Two brilliant episodes, in my opinion. Um, possibly the two best episodes of the whole series. Uh, yeah, I, I don't fault it. I don't agree with your um, cliffhanger. I quite like the cl- quite like the cliffhangers, and I like the TARDIS appearance. So, I think it's a great episode. The only thing letting you down is Jethro's suicide. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I forgot about that. <laughs> Instantly turns it to hate. He should have just took it like a man and got killed by an ode. <laughs> uh, for me, it's definitely a love. It. It is. Mm-hmm. It is, if not David Tennant's best episode, it's in his top three best episodes. Um, Possibly, this is like, I would say this is top five Doctor Who of all time as well, to be fair. This is properly, properly up there for me. Bold shout, to be fair. Very bold shout. Yeah, that that brings the uh, Impossible Planet and Satan Pit to an end, our Halloween special to an end. We hope we've creeped you out of all of our talk of the devil. Um, JP, did you watch... I'm not sure how this is Halloween related. (laughs) It's a scary episode. I mean, it's literally got Satan, isn't it? Who, by the way, no, no, the Jack, devil. not Satan, the devil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's called the Satan's Pit. It's Satan, all right. <laughs> um, it's a scary episode. It's Halloween. It makes perfect sense. JP, did you watch the next time trailer? I did, but I can't remember what happened. So I didn't take any notes. <laughs> it's um, argued as one of the worst episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, wasn't it the thing where they're like taking pictures of them or something like that? Yes, yes. Yeah, Brad said, I mean, I was probably more distracted by the fact that Brad was going, 
this is such a shit episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we will talk yeah. about it next week. I've got a real soft spot for this episode. I have a lot of fun with it. What? Uh, I really do. Yeah, I think. When was the last time you rewatched it, Brad? I think probably about a year ago. All right, I'm intrigued to I did see. A little run through. I'm intrigued to see if you like this or not because I, I like, I genuinely, it's not a good episode, but it's sort of a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. To be fair, like I don't I mind it's it. Weird. At all. From what I remember, it's weird. Yeah, but that's what I love about it. It's strange. It's just strange. But um, yeah, coming back to the whiplash uh, quality of this series, we now have two of the lowest rated episodes of. All no, the one coming this, up. I really like. I love the council guy. Are you fucking joking? I don't, I'm not. It's not amazing, but I like the episode. The one with the council is the, song, the, the worst song. episode song of is, New Who. Honestly, when we watch this episode, you'll have that song stuck in your head for a week. I'm telling you. Oh, what the? Christ, could you, like what is it? It's like Kuchiguru or Kukubara. That's it. What a Kukubara sits in the old gum tree. That one. That's the one. Oh no! I was just in that primary school, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell! So JP, we're in for a rough two weeks with uh, the. Like I said, it is the two lowest. Other than the Jody Jodie Whittaker era, it's the two lowest rated episodes of New Who. I like the next one. Hate the one after. Brad hates the next one. Likes the one after. Intrigue. You'll you'll be the deciding vote, basically. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. And then (laughs) we are. And then we are in. The uh, the finale. By the way, Bradley, forgot to mention foreshadowing from the finale is David Tennant's going into the pit, and he's like, "Can you just tell Rose? Oh, don't worry, she knows." Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, really actually, bugged me actually. That did. We didn't even mention that. That really bugged me. I was going to say actually, yeah, you 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 did actually just make me think of uh, something. Um, you know, in Star Wars, you know when he when Han, like Han Solo goes into Why the pit. Why come back to Star Wars? Because it's just based, like, you know, Doctor Who's obviously based on Star Wars, you know. Um, Definitely not. Fucking hell. Oh, I felt the the cries of a million people there. Doctor Who came out first, so it's definitely the other way around. Yeah, uh, 63. Yeah, yeah. But you know when Han Solo gets frozen in the pit and Princess Leia says to him, I love you, and he turns around and says, I know. I know, yeah, brilliant. When when they're in the spacesuits and he just says, oh, I'll see you later. Yeah, 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 no, definitely, definitely. And then she gives him a kiss on the helmet and not the uh, the other helmet, the actual helmet. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there we go. That concludes our Halloween episode. Thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. Thank you, as always, for your engagement, for your uh, comments, for your messages, for sharing us, for reviewing us, for listening to us. Um, you're a great community. You continue to be. We continue to grow. We love you for it. Um, yeah. Anything to add, boys? No, just echoing the thanks, really. Um, you know, thank you for everything, guys. You know, you're as Josh said, you guys are the reason we do it. We love doing it ourselves, but like, you know, it's great that we've got engagement from yourselves. So keep it up. Any questions, anything that you spotted through the episode that we didn't, and you know, let us know. Let us know across social media or on Twitter or X as it's now called. We're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, you know, we've got email, we're on Spotify, Amazon Music. Just let us know. Yep. Echo that. Could have said it about myself. Really touching <laughs> ending from you there, Brad. <laughs> please, please edit I didn't really need to just repeat it, did I? Please, please, uh, like, start the episode in the editing. But just, yep, echo that. <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And adios, amigos. <laughs>